Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, Christy Lee here. Welcome to episode number 159 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Welcome along to this week's episode. It's great to have you here today, whether you are in the car driving, out for a walk, um, maybe sitting at your desk listening to this podcast. I must admit, as an avid podcast listener myself, I can't listen to podcasts whilst I'm working. I don't know why. I can only listen to music whilst I'm working. I don't like silence either. And um, so I listen to my podcasts often when I'm out walking. So if that's you, I hope it's a fabulous day and you're enjoying some great weather whilst you're out on your walk. Now, today's episode of the podcast, like many episodes of the podcast actually, has come about because I'm seeing a pattern of uh, this issue popping up over and over again. In fact, very recently I was presenting a webinar where I was sharing the five biggest mistakes business owners and managers make when it comes to motivating people. And in doing my research for the webinar and looking into some of the motivation challenges, this issue popped up again. And it kind of hit me in the face, which (laughs) things often do, because I feel like a broken record talking about this Yet it's obviously something that people really struggle with. And that is understanding why hiring and ultimately then holding on to the wrong people impacts our business and specifically how huge an impact it has on our team's morale and motivation. And I've seen this play out a lot recently, and I thought it was really interesting that this is an ongoing struggle that we have, and I think the current market really dictates this as well. And chatting in this webinar, I was sharing how uh, some of the big challenges we have with motivation was there's kind of, I, I call them two ends of the manager's spectrum or the being a boss spectrum. Uh, and that is the non-boss boss. <laughs> so the the type of person who uh, maybe got into their own business or ended up in a leadership role without necessarily intending to, and he's a little bit resistant to doing the boss things, just wants people to figure it out on their own. Maybe they'll read our minds. You don't want to be bossy, so you avoid giving instruction. And then at the other end of the spectrum, we've got the micromanaging boss who like won't let you breathe without permission. And I think quite often when we hire and then hold on to the wrong people, we're, you know, sinking down towards the non-boss boss side of that spectrum because stepping in and being a boss and saying, oh, we got this wrong, we've got to fix this, feels scary and hard. And I think that's a lot of what ends up happening when we keep the wrong people. So today I thought we'd unpack that a little further. I thought we'd chat about what does a wrong hire actually look like? Because um, like anything, when we do something day in and day out, things are really obvious to us. But when you're not doing things day in and day out, and because you're so close to it as the business owner or the manager, it can be hard for you to see. But when I see it as an external person who's been doing this for 20 years, to me, it's really obvious. So I thought I'd share some of the things to look out for um, in terms of what actually a wrong hire looks like. I thought we'd unpack some of the reasons we hold on to these people because there are plenty and it might just shine a light for you onto something if you're holding on to them. 
And then I want to talk about how it impacts the rest of the team and why it has such a significant impact on morale and motivation. So I'm hoping that sounds good to you as today's discussion. Now, let's start by looking at some of the red flags and concerns about what a wrong hire actually looks like. Now, recently I was chatting to a consulting client who needed some one-off urgent support with terminating an employee. And the client explained that the issues they were having were really quite significant and he wanted to be able to terminate this employee immediately but had given him no warnings and on chatting to this client, had actually just given this guy a pay rise, (laughs) seems shocking, but had been having ongoing issues with him for the two years that he'd been employed. (laughs) It's crazy. But he hadn't picked up on the fact that he'd made the wrong hire. And this was a bit of a revelation to me because, as I said, because I'm working with thousands of businesses and I'm seeing this stuff over and over again, it's really clear to me. But I forget that when you're in the weeds, when it's your own business, and I've had this challenge when it's been my own business as well, we can't through, we can't sort of see we're too um, too attached and too in it. But there are some definite signs to watch out for that you've actually hired the wrong person. Now, the first and most obvious one that most of you will pick up on is that they can't do what they promised at interview. There's a real mismatch between the person that you interviewed and the person that showed up on day one. And as things go on, you realize they just don't have the skills that they promised. Now, if that's just a skills gap, you can probably fix that with training and development. But if it's much bigger than that, that's a very early red flag that maybe this person is deceitful. Maybe they don't have the full range of skills and what are you going to do about that? So that's a really early red flag that I think most of us know how to pick up on. The second one can be that the team don't really like them. Now, the challenge with this is quite often your team won't tell you, which is really frustrating, right? But I've seen this over and over again where teams of really engaged, long-term, loyal employees don't feel that it's their place usually. It's not that they don't feel comfortable. They just don't feel that it's their place to go to their manager and say, this person's really difficult. I'm not enjoying having them here. Um, And we don't find out, I've I've quite often seen that we don't find out until the person's left, like they've been terminated or they've resigned. And the team say, oh, thank goodness you got rid of them. They were terrible. And as the manager, you feel like saying, why didn't you just tell me sooner? And I could have dealt with it. But especially our lovely, loyal employees don't feel it's their place and won't necessarily proactively tell us. So we do have to look for the signs and even ask for the feedback to know how the team feel about this new person, especially those that have got to work most closely with them. A surefire sign that you've got a bit of a challenge on your hand with new hire is when you're suddenly changing everything about how you work to accommodate them. You're changing how you do things in your workplace. You're changing what your expectations were of the role compared to when you hired. You're bending over backwards and it's all give, 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 but they're not giving anything back. Uh, They're very direct about what they want and how they want it done. And things that you're not comfortable with, you're starting to agree to. That is a really, really big red flag. And what can happen when we don't nip it in the bud and deal with it straight away is we end up creating a culture of people thinking that they get to call the shots in terms of how things happen at your workplace. Um, And then you can start to feel like you're sort of held at ransom. When we're talking about certain roles in our business, the other key sign is they're making your life more difficult 
not easier. This is especially true of roles that are like assistant type roles or roles that are meant to take something off your plate or one of your team's plates. If you're finding that of course, after an initial onboarding and training period, this is not day one that I'm talking about with this, you do have to train them and onboard them really effectively. But if in three months time, they're still making your life harder, something's not quite right. And that may be a wrong hire. And one of my favorites, and I've had personal experience with this, is you cringe like physically, you know, that oh, I'm trying to describe the feeling where you just almost want to sink down and think, no, every time they communicate, whether it's how they talk, the tone of their voice, how loud they are, those kind of things. If they're making you cringe, and I've had literal personal experience with this, something's not quite right. Definitely there's a wrong hire. It might be an early sign that there's a values or cultural misalignment here, but it's not quite showing up in a big way yet, but there's some small signs that this isn't a good fit because if this was a good fit, they'd be communicating how you'd want them to communicate or you'd at least be able to, it would be close enough for you to say, hey, when we're actually addressing customers, this is how we communicate, like to be able to give them some coaching and guiding on that. But if you're literally cringing every time they speak, it's probably not a great sign that you've hired the right person. And I've literally had that happen before. And I have to admit, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a no tolerance kind of person. That's not surprising for many of you listening, but I've had that experience and I didn't dip it in the bud because I thought the problem was me, which is really often a challenge for all of us. But if you're that put off by their communication, they're probably not a great fit for your business. So there's some red flags to watch out for and what a wrong hire can look like in the early stages before you realize just how bad it is. Now, if you've seen these red flags or you know you've hired the wrong person and yet you've held on to them, why, oh, why, oh, why do we continue to do that? And we have all been guilty of it. And I think right now in the current market that we're in 2023 at the time of recording, but certainly over the last 12 months, the market has been really, really tough. Finding staff across any industry in any location has been incredibly difficult. And then if we get someone on board who's not quite right, or even who we know is wrong, the decision to let them go can feel really scary when we don't know how long it's going to take to find the next person. And maybe we feel like we've had to settle in hiring this person because there has been no one else in the market. So that's definitely one reason that we might be holding on to people. And in line with that, Hiring staff costs money. It costs a lot of money. The experts tell us it's at least a third of the annual salary. So you're looking at at least 20 grand. Now, you might not see that as raw cost because the CCAD doesn't cost that much. But if you add up time, advertising costs, the downtime from your team, the loss in productivity, the onboarding process, all the things around it, it is tens of thousands of dollars every time you refill a position, which is why ironically, it's even more important to make sure you don't make the wrong hiring decisions to start with. But it's also a factor in why we sometimes choose to keep people around that we know are the wrong hire. One of the key traps I see business owners fall into and and leaders and managers generally is we think we can make it work. If we just do this or we just do that, we can fit this square peg into this round hole. 
I just want to take a moment to apologize for any background noise that you might be hearing. It's decided to have a thunderstorm at the time of recording. Um, So you might hear a bit of background noise. Bear with me. But we think we can make it work when we've got the wrong person in the role. We can train them. We can mold them. We can just accommodate things. Or if we leave it a little while, maybe it'll all settle down. And maybe that's true. But you really have to think about where the gap is to make this work. Is it just a training issue? Then sure, you can make it work. But if they're the wrong cultural fit and they don't fit in and the values are misaligned, you're just going to be like beating your head against a brick wall trying to make this work. It's never going to work. So we fall into the trap of thinking we are the solution (laughs) to this. Another classic is the team love them and we don't want to let the team down, right? So if the team love them, and we're finding them difficult, we really often keep them around because we want to keep the team happy. And it's all about perception and how the team view us. Um, We struggle with that. And, And of course, the other one is that they're technically brilliant at their role. So we'll forgive all the facts that they don't fit in, the team don't like them. Um, Someone who's really technically good at their job can be hard to let go. But if there's a really bad fit, then you don't want to keep them around. But that can be a really... Uh, strong pull for us to keep people around even when we know they're the wrong person. But I think most often above anything else, we are tempted to keep people around so long because we don't like confrontation. We don't like having difficult conversations. And as entrepreneurs, especially, we don't necessarily love to admit that we got it wrong in the first place. (laughs) Not sure whether you can relate to that, but we don't want to admit to the team we got it wrong. We don't want to admit to ourselves we got it wrong. And then having those conversations and being confrontational for many of us makes us want to run and stick our head in the sand. And that's probably the most common reason we're tempted to hold on to the wrong people. So let's look at some reasons why you might want to think about not hanging on to them, because I want to share with you how and why having the wrong person and holding on to them has such a huge impact on your team morale. And it really comes down to three key reasons. The first is when you've hired the wrong person, you're going to see a productivity dip in your business. The team are running overtime to try and keep things going. The person is not up to speed, so they're not productive in the role. And productivity dips, and quite often with that momentum in the business dips as well. And that has an immediate impact on the morale of the team because people do want to feel like they're getting great work done. They're making it through their to-do list in the day. They are achieving what they want it to achieve. And when they can't get there because of these productivity issues, it has an immediate impact on their mood and the morale at the workplace. So the immediate productivity impact has a flow-on effect into morale and motivation. Secondly, it frustrates our team to know And even if they're not telling you, they are picking up the slack and carrying the burden for this poor performer, this wrong hire, the person that can't do the job or that isn't motivated to do the job. They're picking up the slack for them and they get very, very frustrated and quite often resentful, fairly, in the process. Now, think about your own mood. If you're frustrated, if you're resentful, do you have high morale? Are you motivated? The two simply don't go hand in hand. So the fact that they're having to do the extra hours to work harder, to cover the tracks, to get things done, has an immediate impact on that motivation. But the third and perhaps the most important impact that having the wrong person and holding on to them has on the morale and motivation of the team is that it immediately erodes their trust in us as the leader. 
They don't trust that we're going to make great hiring decisions and bring the right people into the team. They don't trust that if we do make the wrong hiring decision, we're going to act on it quickly and fix our issue. They don't trust that we have their best interests at heart. They don't trust that we understand what the team needs. Any erosion of trust completely removes motivation. If a team doesn't trust you, they're never going to be motivated. Again, reflect on this in your own life. If you've got a situation where you don't trust someone, you're probably not motivated to help them very much, are you? So these are little erosions of trust that happen, firstly, when we make a wrong hiring decision, but really more importantly, when we hold on to the people that are the wrong hire for any length of time. Our team want to see us be a leader. They want to see us take action and fix the problem. They will forgive us for making the mistake in the beginning. They won't forgive us for failing to take action around it. And that's really where the trust gets eroded. So you can see the flow on effect that something that appears to be not at all related to team morale and motivation has a direct correlation. And if you've hired the wrong person in your business in the past or right now and you're holding on to them, I really want you to think about the other flow on effect it is having on the rest of your team. Not just on you and this person, but the entire team is impacted by this happening. So I'm hoping if that's you, you know, take some action and do something about it. Get the advice. In fact, come and join us in the free Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses, if you'd like to take this conversation a little further or get some questions answered. So just to recap today, we've had a chat about what the wrong hire might look like. I've shared some of the early red flags and warning signs to be on the lookout for. We've unpacked some of the psychology and reasoning behind why we seem to be so tempted to hold on to them and resistant to letting them go. And then I've shared three key impacts that holding on to the wrong people has on the motivation and morale on the rest of the team. I'm hoping that that information is enough to get you to take action if you find yourself in this situation. I hope you've enjoyed that discussion today. Thank you so much for joining me here on this week's episode. As I mentioned, if you would like to continue this discussion, head over to the Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. You'll find the link in the show notes wherever you're listening to this episode today. That is a wrap for me for today. Again, thank you for joining me. It's been great to have you with me and I can't wait to chat to you again next week on the People Powered Business Podcast.